Yeah, think about it. America wouldn't be America without us. Find out what their true potential is. America wouldn't be America without us. Yeah, it wouldn't be no peanut butter. Wouldn't be no lights. I mean, it's a lot of stuff we created. You say there would be no peanut butter just now. Yeah, there wouldn't be no lights. You say there would be no peanut butter. There wouldn't be no lights. It wouldn't be a lot. Yeah, it wouldn't be a lot of stuff, bro. Yeah, you gotta shop the peanut butter. It wouldn't be. Yeah, it wouldn't be a lot of stuff, bro. That's a fact. We just don't. We just a trauma. We hurt. Yeah, <laughs> we heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We heard, but I think we, I think this socially, that platform will get us better. Yeah. Eventually, we'll be, they unstoppable. I believe. Facts. Our kids will, for sure. Our yeah. kids will. Oh we yeah, the next generation, yeah. I think is okay. Next yeah, up, gonna be stupid. Cause they, um, they just coming up in a whole different. That information age is serious. Turn my mic up. Boy, yo. Take there. Yeah, yeah, uh. On the road to the riches, life takes a toll like bridges. Good friends become foes and snitches. Better watch who knows in your business. Hustle fam, hustle fam, and we are back with another amazing episode. And I got returning to the pod my brother, my brother Pharrell, Marcus Blue Collar, CEO. What's good, family? I'm good, baby. How about you still? Man, you know, living, man. Everything is good. I'm, you know, been watching you, man, watching the growth. I'm excited about everything you have going on. Yeah. And um, you know, we got a lot to talk about, bro. We do. So, so, so let's get into into this real quick, man. Um, you know, your 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 expertise is in the oil field. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, industry that I know nothing about, right? Mm -hmm. Just straight up. Like I know nothing about it. It's one of those things <clears throat> where you know, you kind of hear about it here and there, but you know, if you're not around it, you've never been around it, you don't, you know, your knowledge is kind of limited, you know. So when I first came across you, that was kind of big to me. Like, damn, mm -hmm. his brother's in the oil field, because I've mm -hmm. never met anybody who actually worked in the oil field yeah. and, and understood it. So um, you know, we're gonna get into that. And um, you know, you have a a, a, a big story. So first let's kind of <clears throat> let's kind of go back and start from the beginning. So for people who are New to your story, they understand like you know where you come from and, and and just how you got started working in the oil fields and so forth and so on. First of all, where where are you from? And let's start I'm, there. I'm from um, Fort Worth, Texas. Fort Worth, um, DFW. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm from Fort Worth, Texas. Um, I got started in the oil and gas industry like 14 years ago. At 23 years old, um, I, I went out there. Um, actually, I ran into one of my partners, um, at a nightclub, and he was a supervisor, and he was like, um. Hey man, I got a job. You want to make about seventy to hundred thousand dollars a year? You just need CDL. And I said, "What? I got a CDL." That's all, that was the first thing. So I said, "I'll be there Monday." So I ended up going on Monday, um, meeting him, and I got hired on the spot. Um, before that, I wanted to be in trucking anyway. Yeah. Um, I had a janitorial business, and I was, okay. and um, so, and I had just took a loss in that, making a bad investment. So taking that loss and then meeting him just kind of pivoted me to know that I was going to be able to be in trucking. And okay. So you got hired on the spot doing what? Being a frack hand. Okay. A frack hand. Yeah. Okay. What is a frack hand? A frack hand, basically, he's the guy that works on the, on, on a frack site. Um, he said, he, we helped set it up. Um, it was called rig up. We rig up the pipes. We rig up um, everything from the wellhead to the blender. The blender's, uh, um, a machine that mixes all the chemicals and sand and pushes it down hole at about thirteen thousand psi. Okay. So. Okay. Just just slow down and just explain everything to us because, like I said, this is new to a lot of people, <laughs> yes. right? So I'm gonna act totally like green because I, I know a little you. bit I just because we 
we yeah. connected and yeah. you've told me, but I want to make sure people understand this. So a frack hand does what again? Say that one more time. He basically rigs up the site. Rigs up the site. What does that mean? He's he's the he's the muscle. He, okay. he goes and lay the iron. He goes and um, we drive the pumps in. Okay, so now the site is what? Get, get, how does the site look? Give me it, a description of what the, the site the, looks like. Before the frack, before we get on the site, there's nothing there. Okay, but, but a well, land. But a wellhead. And a wellhead. Yeah. But What's a, a wellhead? A wellhead is basically- We're going to take this from the beginning. <laughs> nah, we we, we, we going to do this. We going to do this right. You know what a wellhead is? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we, like we, let's start from the beginning. What's- we need to have some definition around this stuff. Okay, a wellhead is basically um, it's what it's what you let me let me let me put this. A wellhead is, it's the well. Okay, that we drilled already. Okay, basically to find oil. Okay, right? so the wellhead is the the actual well that gets drilled to find the oil in the ground. Yes. Okay. To actually frack the well. Frack frack the and fracking is the process of what? Just so we of extracting the oil out of out of the ground. Okay. So fracking is extracting oil out the ground. The wellhead is the actual well that you use to to ex extract that oil. So, so when you think about fracking, you got to think about the ground. The ground is real stubborn. It's rock. Um, you're talking fifteen to twenty thousand feet down. So you're dealing with a lot of old stubborn rock. So you have to go down in there. It's basically we're sandblasting and we're putting chemicals and we're, we're about thirteen thousand psi to just to get the oil out the ground. So where sand comes in play is is there's oil right here. You're pushing, you're gonna put, you're gonna sandblast, you're gonna break all this rock up, and you're gonna push the sand in there to, so the oil can come out. Cause something has to go there or the ground will close up really fast. Okay. Cause the ground, the world, the earth is moving at all times and gravity loves to close anything up. So what fracking does, it pushes the oil, pushes, it pushes the sand into the, um, into where the oil is and the oil come, and it releases the oil. Okay. And this is the oil that's used for what? This is all used for your shirt, um, <laughs> okay. gas, yeah. um, just all around energy. It's just okay. Oil. We have oil and everything. So this is basically what, this oil is what runs and controls the world for the most part. Yes. So this might be one of the most important industries. This in, is the in, most important industry. In yeah, this is where it all starts. Yeah, because think about it. You get, you get up unconsciously and you go to the gas tank and you put gas in there, not knowing that it had to, that, that process had to happen Maybe four to five months before you, so you can live what we call freedom. Mm. Yeah. So, 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 so explain that. So, what's the process? They, they, they crack the ground. The, the first process the, in the oil explain field. Explain that. Yeah. Um, they drill the, they find the well. So, a land survey or um, seg, seg, segment um, geologist comes out and he says this is where oil is. Okay. Um, they do the segment. Um, the, the, um, the, the, the surveyor basically he, 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 he uses. Um, what they call um, like um, vibration sound, where he puts like some big old pads right there, and basically he's he's vibrating the ground to find out where the oil is. It's okay. crazy, man. It's okay. crazy. It's a have you watched that process before? Yeah, I seen it. I seen it. Yeah. Okay, so they're out there and they're like listening. They have like a like headphones yeah. on or something. They have like headphones that. on. They have um, like a little camera that they're looking at stuff. It's all kind of And they're looking for the oil. Yeah, and they're going to tell the oil company, hey, this is where it is. You need to drill. So, all right. So the next process, the drill, the guy comes in, a drilling company comes in and drills the hole. Boom. He drills the hole. They cement the hole because they have to cement. You have to cement the ground because there's fresh water aquifers about 5,000 feet below the ground. Okay. So they cement the hole. And once they cement the hole, then we come in and we frack. Okay. They cement the hole. 
Uh, so hold us. Explain cement in the hole again for me one more time. Uh, they drill it. They drill it. They drill yep. down. Yep. Okay, so you, like I told earlier, the ground closes up fast. So when it's drilling, it's closing already. It's like a cut. Like 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 if you yeah. cut yourself, it's, it, it's, it's trying healing to heal. itself. Yeah, our body's in the ground. See, the same. see, we on the same page. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so it's like you get cut, and that is trying to heal and create a scab. So you yeah. that cement is stopping it. From the cement, the cement. We put the cement in there. It stops it. Stops it stops that part of the, from from um, closing. Okay. Then we come in to to fracture the ground that's under there. We come in, we shoot C four. Okay. Boom. That that's what that that creates the fracture. That that's, that's where the word fracking comes yeah, from. The create is yeah it, that that C four creates the fracture. Okay. But again, even though we don't shot C four down there, there's not gonna be that that ground's gonna close up if we don't if we don't get if we don't get to it fast. Okay. And so we every process. What's C four? C4 is explosive. Okay. Just like, making sure boom. we talk about the same C4. Yeah. So you Texas done a bomb down there. Yeah, it's a big bomb. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So gotcha. they put the C4 down there, boom. And and that happens every stage. So there's stages. Like we have to shoot C4 every stage. We got a hundred stage well, we shoot C4 every stage. Okay. Because the ground because of the ground gonna close up. So you have to continue. How to how, do that. how long would it take for the ground to close up if you didn't do this process? The C4? No, like if, if you didn't do all, like once you fr fracture the ground, if you didn't do all that stuff to continuously keep it open, like it would just close yeah, immediately? It, it, it wouldn't, it, you wouldn't, you lose money. Okay. You lose a lot of money. Okay. It wouldn't work. Got I mean, you. And fracking's been around since 1947. This is not something new. Right. It's just something new to a lot of people. Well, when, don't know. when and why did it start? Um, basically, it started by, um, it started by um, John D. Rockefeller. He started, um, he basically started, um, Standard Oil with, okay. Hen with Henry D. Flattinger, um, about in the early 1800s. Okay. Um, that was kerosene. Remember kerosene oil? Yeah, and all yeah, that? yeah. yeah. They used to take the little things and light it. Yeah. yeah he was the first of that. Um, when he became the first of that, he he, he realized he had so much power. And uh, the government also did, too. He was the first monopoly of, of our conf. But they had to, they had to basically break his company up because he would shut the railroads down. He would do all kinds of this stuff to show he had the power. <laughs> right. And so once he did that, the government broke him up and you and broke his company up into three companies that you were very aware of. You got Exxon Mobil, you have Chevron, and you have BP. Okay. So that's who he was, and that's who they, they are now. Okay. Today. Damn, you educated me. All right. So that was started to what? Have oil locally in the U.S. as opposed to having to depend on somebody outside. Well, well oh, because of because well, fracking has come a long way. Um, back in 1947, they would just drill a hole and throw C4 and run. <laughs> and they, and, they're, and they're the depth of the holes were only like two or three thousand feet. Okay. So they were just basically not really hitting nothing because the technology didn't take off. So okay. they, they was just getting very little oil. Um, what's what 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 caused fracking to be so big in the U.S. is because we we got energy independent because we realized we had so much oil through technology. And in like the last um, what. 11, 12 years, as your iPhone or your phone got good, we got better in the oil field. And everything, most mostly everything technology starts there and then it comes to the, to the mainstream. Okay, so what is the difference between our independent oil and the barrels of oil that we'll receive from overseas, like Saudi Arabia and so forth and so on? It's the amount of time that they, it takes them to get out of the ground. Um, it, it takes Saudi like, Three four days to get to get way more oil out of the ground than we are. They're they're in sand. If you if you understand where they're at, yeah, it's a desert. Yeah, so they don't have to they don't have to do all that all that. They can just drill a hole and it's coming up. It's not a lot of fracking that they have to do. They don't even frack. 
Got you. So we we still purchase their oil from them, even though we can get it independently. Why? Because the cost. Well, for one, there it's more pure. Okay. It's way more pure because it's in sand. You don't have to do all those chemicals, and so that's the oil. Their oil is the actual oil that go in our tanks. That that. So it all has. It's so many plays that oil plays into our lives that we really don't. We really don't even pay attention to it. Like everything we're wearing has oil in it. Got you. So is Texas like the major, most major hub for oil and fracking? Are there some it's, other ones? It's the region. It's okay. the region. Um, you got Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana. In New Mexico, those okay. are those are the big regions of where our oil comes from. Okay. Um, when you look at like stock market, you ever see WTI? No. What's uh, that? It's called. Well, that's where that's where the oil trades in. It's West Texas oil. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, gotcha. So, gotcha. Yeah, that's WTI. So that's that's and the more plays though you have, see it's oil and gas. Texas is a strong oil play. Then you have West Virginia, you have um, PA, and you have. Um, what is that? Ohio. That's a strong gas play. We have one. We probably have the biggest gas reserves in the country, in the world, right here, right here in the U.S. And then you have the Nabakin, which is North Dakota, and then you have Chicago. I mean, Colorado and Utah. You have some plays over there too. Okay. All right. So let's continue talking about the process. After you 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 fracture the ground, you start you you extract the oil, mm-hmm. right? Then where does that oil go into? Um. After you after you frack it, it goes into a um, what we call a, like a debunking area, where it's, it's just you. So you the, the first that process is called the upstream process. You're pulling the oil upstream. So that's that's the example of um, what that does. Next next process, once you get it up, upstream, you have to take it to a midstream process because we done shot chemicals. We done shot. Um, it's a lot of hydrocarbons that, are, that come up out of the ground that that need to be separated. Now you got because just oil and gas coming out every ground out of out of every place. It's gonna be some oil, even if I'm in PA. It's gonna be some oil, and there's gonna be some, and there's gonna be most of gas. But in Texas, there's gonna be some oil, and there's gonna be most some gas. So okay. every, So what next process is the midstream process. That's okay. that's the process where we're taking the, all the carbons, the liquids, the um, chemicals we shot down there. And we're mixing, we're taking them, we're putting them to where they need to go. Okay, got you. All right, now at what point does the truck come in? The truck comes in, um, takes the oil to the midstream. Okay, okay. Um, if we were talking about fracking, you need the trucks all day. Okay. Because that's who brings the sand. The in. sand. Yeah. Got you. So this, so so there's two parts of it: the the, the transportation of the oil going to the midstream which is where it kind of gets separated mm-hmm. and sent where it has to go. And then you have the sand that's being delivered. We call that the production part. The production part that's actually keeping the ground open. Where does that sand come from? Um, sand plants. Okay. Yeah, we, there's many sand plants in, in West Texas that we that, that are out there. There's probably like maybe eight or nine, maybe 10 of them. Okay. Actually, Kiara, she had she she bought a, um, well, she was blessed. A man that gave her twenty acres, and and that's she has some land out there right now. Oh wow, that's yeah. super dope. That's super that, dope. That, that, that she has a plan on. So. Okay, all right, cool. All right, so let's talk about um, the part that your company played, and and kind of how you got into that position. Mm-hmm. So you were doing the sand part, or you were doing the transport part. When you I was got doing started. the fracking part. You doing the fracking first part? Was the started. sand part? Which no, it was actually a guy that was. Oh, actually well, when you first got started, I was talking about when you got into the truck. Oh no, we, I was, we can start there. I was doing the sand part. Okay. I was doing the same part. We we played. We we did the last mile logistics for um, Calfrac Well Services, and we ran about a billion pounds in 2018. Okay, so you were actually transporting the sand from the sand plant 
to the, the, the oil field. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Talk to me about your, your start getting into that because you started working as a frack hand. Mm -hmm. How did you transition from a frack hand to purchasing your first truck to start transporting that sand? Well, first, I wanted to be in trucking. I just took a $20,000 loss on a cleaning service that I thought I could buy my truck for. But, you know, but that wasn't my, I didn't know what I was going to do in trucking. So I took that loss. I went to, went to the oil field to buy me a truck. That was my only reason I was there in the oil field, because I wanted to be in trucking, period. And so I took that loss. And, I, and then I'm like, I'm out there. Like, what are you going to do? Go buy your truck. Where are you going? And so as I started paying attention, I'm looking at this truck sitting all on the side of the road, just and, I'm, and then, so I'm like, okay. So as I started to work my way up and put work at the end, I became a supervisor. As I become a supervisor, I was treating the well. I'm sitting in the data van, telling them, telling, telling the dude in the blender to bring up the barrels per minute. I'm telling them to add sand. I'm telling them to add chemicals. Um, there's a guy that's called a company man. He's sitting right there telling me, to do, in which he's probably he would be like the BP. Yeah. Rep. He's telling me, hey, add, add this. He's that. called a company man. Yeah, he's, that's, that's the real title. Mm -hmm. A company man. Mm -hmm. Okay, because right. he because he is he's 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 the guy that has runs all everything out there. He's and, like the manager, the supervisor, you, basically. He's the boss. He's the, the boss. Big dog. All right, yeah. so all right. He's telling you what to do, how to do it. Because if he don't, if he doesn't consult and tell us what to do, then the oil, his company's gonna we can mess up a lot of money right here. We talking about gotcha. millions and millions of dollars that can be. Messed up, you and know? and how and typically if something goes wrong, what is that that goes wrong in that process? Um, when you when you you got to think about you sandblasting, and if you look at you're going down a hole, you look at it as like the uh, like the toilet. If you put too much paper toilet paper in, the, and you're gonna clog it up. So there's processes where you can clog the well up if you don't if you put on too you bring on sand too fast, you don't shoot enough chemicals down the well too fast. There's certain processes that you really have to be strategic with and you have to always watch the pressure or you'll just plug the whole well up. Gotcha. And if you plug the well up, they gotta bring they gotta spend millions of they dollars. They gotta do everything again. No, they, they, they gotta call in a company called Coil Tubing. They gotta go in, deplug you, and then we start over. So the process can be that, that's gonna that can take you out of when you're supposed to finish that well in six weeks to to eight week well at that time. Oh wow! Time is money. You're losing money now. So what does Coil Tumen do when they're not uh, deep plugging holes? Well, they got about four, five hundred holes out they, there. So they always doing that. <laughs> so, they always do <laughs> so they make money off of y'all mistakes. Oh yeah, oh yeah, big time. <laughs> <laughs> That's the business of being right there. Coil, Coil Tumen is probably only one company. No, nah, it's does just all a couple of them now. Oh. They got smart. <laughs> People have figured out. They figured out like yeah. we're gonna do this instead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. So you get started, continue the story about how you get started so, finding so your truck and all that. Me as a supervisor at that point, I'm, I'm looking to get in trucking. I go into HR, cause I'm seeing these guys sit out here for, we had a bad frat crew where they, we just was messing. Our equipment was horrible. And some of the managers wasn't doing what they needed to do on, on the, um, in the, on the inside of the well, inside of the um, business. So I, so they would sit out there for days sometimes. And I'm like, this gotta be feasible. This dude just sitting here and they smiling. They not ha they not tripping at all. Like right. they, 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 they sitting out there, they happy. And I'm like, <laughs> Kick, feet I need to go, I'm gonna go holler at HR. Cause yeah. something going on right yeah. here. I go in there, man, they make $150 an hour. They're dragging um, loads for like um, at a hundred miles at like $1,100. I'm like, oh, this is what I'm gonna do. A <laughs> hundred miles for $1,100? And they sitting out there making $150 an hour. And they, sometimes they sit for two days. Wow. And, and it's going around the clock. <laughs> so I'm like, this is big, big money. Right. And so I buy a truck. I put a blower on it, which is what you need for pneumatic um, transfer, for pushing the sand out into the, uh, a silo. 
Explain what that is. The pneumatic, what's that? The trailer, right? Pneumatic trailer. Can you yeah. explain what the pneumatic trailer is like for somebody who doesn't understand? A pneumatic understand trailer it? basically it hauls dry bulk material. So and and you don't want it contaminated by the air. So that's why so it that would be sand, that'd be flour, that would be um what is it? A cement, there would be um fly ash, uh, multiple things like corn, you can haul that in there. You can right. haul um I've what is it called? Calcium. Okay. Yeah. So it, it's dry. You don't all want, dry bulk. Yeah. You don't. You can't. You can't have the air touching that. Okay. And, and for one, it's it's like fluffy. So another, it'll contaminate the earth. I mean, so it's same. sealed tight. Mm -hmm. No air could get it yeah. into that pneumatic trailer. Yeah. So and you and you want to go from where you transporting to into whatever silo you put in there. How much do one of those trailers typically cost? Um, typically brand new a pneumatic is about ninety. Ninety grand. Ninety thousand. Okay. Yeah, typically brand new. Gotcha. Um, Crazy use, maintenance on it? Uh, not not that much. Okay. Um, you you will at an event uh, once you get it figured out. You, I mean, there's some maintenance on it, but not a lot. It's okay. Not, um, but once you but use they're probably about forty five thousand. Okay. All right. Got you. All right. So continue the story. I'm, I'm okay. So as I so I'm like okay, this is what I'm gonna do. So next thing I do, I'm waiting on my waiting on what's time to go. And I was like, okay, I got a truck. Now I got a truck. I'm like. Now what I'm I need what can I what can make me come back to the oil field? I can blow my engine, so I save up for engine, and then now I'm just waiting. I'm waiting on that time. I was I did a lot of praying about it. And like, Lord, give me that that time, and I get hurt. So I get hurt picking up a chick, which is like a big old piece. Something I shouldn't have been doing. Right. I got a hernia, and I was trying to prove I was strong. I got a hernia. <laughs> you picking up a chick. A chick. It's it's a big old. It's called a chick. It's a big oh, I thought you meant like a woman. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> piece of iron. Well, picking up pick a, pick a big girl. Pick up, pick up a big. I'm sorry. I'll give y'all this frank talk. <laughs> picking up. up a chick. <laughs> I mean, he was like, I'm gonna do it, so I didn't have no business doing. No, I'm, I'm like, sorry. I'm sorry. Is he picking up? <laughs> picking I'm, giving, I'll give y'all this frank talk, yeah, yeah, but uh, it's a big old piece of iron. Wait, probably. Six seven hundred pounds. I picked it up the wrong way and got a hernia. Oh, yeah. We call it a check out there. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, because it's, it's really called a check valve. It's, it's a check valve. Okay, okay, okay. You checking the uh, it, it it doesn't allow back pressure to come to us while we fracking. Okay. Yeah, I just I, I, I threw a frack term out. Gotcha. There. That's all good. We 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 learned it, man. I'm gonna stop you. I'm gonna stop you. I, I thank you. And uh, thank all right, you. so you was picking up a chick, not a big girl, nothing like that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it was a chick, an iron seven hundred pound check valve. Yeah. Valve. Yeah, check out. And you're yourself. I get a hernia. All right. And I got to go sit down. So when I get back to work, oil field transforms so fast. Somebody else supervising. So now I'm back back to square one, working. All right. I'm like, man, this ain't going to work. <laughs> I kept telling myself this ain't going to work because I got a truck now. Yeah. So my mind ain't even like, I'm waiting on my time. And so one day I go into the, to the job and my new supervisor now, because I'm not supervising no more, He's behind me, and we walk in. I'm, I'm like two, three minutes late, and so I, they call me in. It's like Marcus gonna write you up for being late. I said, "That's my sign. I ain't signing that, bro." He's like, "Why?" I said, "You was behind me, bro. Right. Don't lead by example." Right. And he was like, "No, we gotta write you up, bro." And I was like, "Okay, well then, guess what? I'm gonna put my two weeks in, and I'm gonna go and get up out of here today." Mm. He was like, "No, nah, we didn't expect that." They, they was <laughs> that like, wasn't the so they, then they started bargaining. Exactly. They was like. Just sign it, man. You might you might need it. You might need to come back. Right. You quitting though? I said, yeah, I'm gone. Yeah. And he was like, can you just sign this paperwork, man? You you don't want to mess up with um at that time neighbors had bought Superior, and he was like, you don't want to mess up with neighbors. They're a really good company. I said, I ain't coming back, bro. Mm. I don't need that. Mm. And then then they went to 
I was gonna leave right then in that moment. It was like, can you just work to the end of the day? <laughs> so, <laughs> now he bargaining with you. Yeah, so I was like, all right. He, I'm, ready, I'm, he ready to write you up. Now he want to beg you to work. Yeah, so I'm, I'm like, okay. I'll crazy, ain't End of the day, boom. In the day, I get up out of there, man. So you did work today in the day. Yeah, I did. I, good I, at least, guy, I, man. I mean, I bargained with him. Yeah. I mean, I let him know he, I'm off and sign that paper. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, so that's that. That's crazy. So the dude walked in after you and tried to write you up. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I'm king. Yo, that's that's a that's a lot of nerve, man. All right, cool. So now you you you're done. You're out. It's time to fly on your own. So what do you do? Well, well, I, I was asking for a sign, so that was my sign. And the crazy thing about you, there was another sign. I get on the road, because I haven't drove my car in probably like two, three months I'm flying back and forth, to just because it was easier on my time, it was easier on me being home. So I get I get down the road and I blow my tire. And it's, I'm in West Texas, there's nothing around, but I, but one, like a little town, and they had a little exit town. And I exited, made a left under there, Got out, walked in, and asked the lady, do you know where a tire shop? I mean, this is a super small town. Yeah. And she says, right across the street. Right. She pointed, like, right next door. It was a little shack sitting there, and she was like, that's a tire shop. So I walk over there. I said, hey, man, uh, I just blew my tire. Uh, do you have a tire? He looks at the tire. He goes in. He pulls out. He said, yeah, I got one. And so I put the tire on. He put the tire on. I get back on the road, and for, like, two hours, it's nothing. And I just bust out crying. <laughs> I did because I knew God had me. In it. That was an alignment issue. That told me that I'm on the right track right there. Yeah. Because if I blow that tire 30 minutes out, I'm stranded at that point. Right. So that let me know He had me. He had my whole. Right. The journey was for Him. I trusted Him with the journey. Now the journey He gonna protect it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that, that gave me like really good joy, and I was just, I just started yelling. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna go take it. Right. I don't know what I'm taking, but I'm gonna go take it. Like I know I'm in alignment though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that's, yeah. and that was the beauty of that. Okay. So you get the company started. Yeah. Right? And um, you start with one truck? Yeah, most definitely. Okay. And are you driving the truck? Yeah. Okay, you're driving the truck. And then talk to me a little bit about how you grow that and how big you grow that. Okay, I started driving the truck, um, which took me about three or four years but I actually started to actually get my own play. Okay. Um, so I went and hooked up with a, a company that was really strong at that time. So what were you doing before in that three to four year time? Before I was that? actually running my truck. Okay, just running your truck, doing what? Practicing. I was I was in the in the field. So I took it from learning, learning how to frag. Now I need to learn the transportation side of fracking. Mm -hmm. So I jumped in that and I learned it and I got that type. The sand. Of, yeah, I got the, because I'm, I'm still, Fairly new to trucking at right, that point, right. so I had to learn what I what I was going to be doing. So um, you so you're doing that by yourself for three to four years. Yeah, yeah. Just one truck. No, we had about three trucks. Okay, so you grew, I was growing grew a couple it. trucks slowly. Yeah, it was. I mean, I just told you just a month. Blow a ten thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Um, the trailer is forty five to ninety. There you go. There so you th go. that's not a. <laughs> it's not a drive-in or right, a, right, right, a reaper right. pool, you know. Right, right, it's, right. It's, it's a lot of equipment, and even the um, like the hoses and stuff you use. Yeah, they four to five. Listen, I was trying to disrespect your three trucks, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I'm not trying to rush your process. I'm just trying to make sure we on the same page. Okay. So, so we got we got three trucks and three pneumatic trailers at yes, the top. Yes. And you grown you grown the company for about three to four years. That's how you run, mm -hmm. right? Okay. And then what happens after that? Well, me and my brother, um, well. The, as as technology is expanding, the oil fields are expanding. They're fracking faster, so and they fracking faster, adding more crews. So they need more sand volumes. So we started to buy trucks in 2014 because there was a lot of plays and there was a lot of money being made. Okay. So I buy about four more trucks. 
Doing the same thing, transporting the sand. Yes, sir. Okay. I bought about four more trucks. In 2014, we get about seven units and the oil field crashes. Mm. I'm talking about, I bought three trucks that didn't leave the yard before you know, people tell me I ain't gonna work for you. Okay, got you. So in 2014, you start scaling, things are looking good, or prior to that, and then in mm -hmm. 2014, everything crashes. Yeah, I'm scaling in 20, about six months into 2014. I'm I'm scaling. I've I basically done figured it out. I basically found me some contacts, right? Some contracts, right? And I'm gone now. I got I get up to about 15 trucks, okay, and, and of right, leasing the own operators, and boom, and it stops. It drops out okay. of nowhere. So what, I, what does an oil field crash mean? What happens when well, an oil field crashes? Yes, I'm glad you asked me that. In 14. The U.S. was, we were fracking at an all-time high. So what we were doing, we was taking market share from Saudi Arabia, OPEC, the, the, um, the, the people that really run the country. It's about, it's, OPEC is like 14 countries that basically run, they're called the oil OPEC? cartel. Yeah, they're called. That's like a, a conglomerate or mm -hmm. like a coalition of Oil Petroleum countries? Company. I, I think it's oil, oil, what's OPEC? Oil Petroleum country alliance or something like it's like a big big um big oil cartel basically okay that controls basically the production of the world okay um you got saudi arabia you got R russia you have um iran you have um venezuela um who else you have i think afghanistan at one point where before before it was towed up um and you have somebody else, somebody else. Um, it's on the tip of my tongue. Um, Kuwait. Kuwait. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that was, so these that are all the countries you sweat, and you like that. Kuwait. Hey, that Kuwait was hard, right? Coming. <laughs> all right. Kuwait. All right. Got it. All right. Cool. So that's OPEC. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Damn, I forgot where I was at. Were you dating the OPEC? What was we talking about now again? I think we were talking about my process. Oh, okay. So, 2014 so was we, right. we were saying that everything shut down. And mm -hmm. I was saying, what does that mean when, when everything shuts yeah. down? Yeah. So what, what that meant is we we put on so much production. The U.S. was just at a... We were, we were working to be in, in, energy independent. Okay. So we that means we were, we were actually... Now we've been importing oil. Now we're trying to export oil and sell it to customers. Ah. So now we're taking a market share. Okay. So what they did, they since they can't get in the ground way faster than us, they pu they pushed production up to like I think twenty thousand um, twenty um, twenty thousand barrels a day or something. They went they went to a point where they just crushed our whole economy on purpose. Okay. Uh, cause so as that, as they do price. that, price they just went crazy on the price. Yeah, cause at that point in twenty fourteen, prices were like uh, oil was like one hundred and twelve. If you you felt it at the pump, yeah. oil was like one hundred twelve, one hundred twenty dollars at that time. Okay. So what they did was they pushed it all the way up. They pushed the barrels up. They took the market share. Basically, they put like say if we doing eleven uh, uh, a million barrels a day. They went to twenty twenty two. So guess what happens if that happens? You get to a point where the world has too much oil because they're pushing up production over there. And so what that does is it drives out the higher what we call the higher um, people. It takes it's harder for us produce. We produce about twenty two, twenty three dollars a barrel. They produce at two dollars a barrel. So once they start pushing production up, it's gonna it's gonna close us down that mm. easy because they're driving us out now. Okay. So they drove us out the market. Boom. Fifteen to sixteen there. Um, I, I I had to go and do flatbed. Jumped over jumped over the road. Bought me about five flatbeds and I had to go. 
do something new. Um, learned that, blew every engine over the road because they, my, my trucks were older and they come from the oil field, mm -hmm. um, which in that time, I didn't know how to maintenance them at that time either. I'm just out here trying to figure it out. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. So just so I make sure I understand the, the whole process when you say they pushed us out. So, okay, so when they pushed us out and they raised those prices, they're selling the oil to us for more. It's more expensive. They're selling. The, they're pushing. They're selling. They're pushing oil into the market. They're pushing cheaper. oil into the market cheaper to where it saturates. Oh, it's oversaturated now to where they don't need the oil from the well, U.S. Well, yeah, and, and then the price is gonna drop if you saturate. It go from one twelve to like forty dollars. Mm -hmm. So now we we had a twenty two market. We 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 make money at twenty two dollars. So that's gonna drive a lot of people out. Because they can't now we can't produce and make the money that we were making, so as that happens, it's just, it's squeezing the market, and so I think it dropped to like seventeen dollars in um twenty in mid twenty mid summers twenty um fifteen yeah, okay so that pushes us out. I'm I'm still trying to understand why we're out like because we're our, our break even at twenty two dollars. If you drop it to seventeen, I can't I can't make no money. I can't get in the ground. I'm I'm just hit, I'm breaking the dud. You know, you, you don't okay. go to work to to make to make nothing. So, right. So that's so that's what's okay. Happening. Got you. So pushes you out in terms of for your company, you can't make any money no more because they're not making enough money for market share. You for got U.S. You. market share. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it basically shuts the whole oil field down. Everything we had going on. Yeah. Dead. Okay. Because <laughs> okay. ain't nobody winning. Got it. Got from, it. Got from it. from BP. To to me, okay. everybody everybody got to go home. Everybody losing. You you get it? We understand. You you don't you don't get it. <laughs> you get it? Okay. All right. Let's, what were you saying? No, I was gonna say because basically, since they could uh, produce the oil faster, mm -hmm. they produce so much before we could produce it, and then they set that price low. So mm -hmm. by the time we could get to it, the price was too low to make any kind of money. So they just yeah, because because it, it's basically yeah, I'm smart. See, I'm just still low. <laughs> see, basically, today. you're you're you're. You're just taking market share. Like if I need, if the world needs, um, let's say the world needs 15, bar 15 million barrels a day to, to actually do what we call freedom, and I push 22 out there, what I'm I'm the one that can do it at two dollars. Right. <laughs> so right. who gonna be here longer? <laughs> right. That's true. That's true. Okay. Uh, yeah, Makes so. sense. Makes sense. All right. So I got that. I got that. All right. Flatbeds. You go, you start doing flatbeds, you say you start tearing the truck up, it's not working out. I'm blowing what, engines left and what right. What are you man. pulling on the flatbeds? Were you just find, I, I was finding this work? Actually, because I knew I wanted to be in the oil field and I, I couldn't stand over the road. I couldn't stand a low board. All that didn't make no sense. I was just getting $10 a mile. I could not stand none of that stuff. So I was like, I'm actually, I got on a blow board, kind of cocky. I'm cussing out Brooks. Two dollars? What is wrong with y'all? Boom, throwing the phone down. I start realizing, bro, you you finna go broke. You ain't right. gonna make no money playing with these people. Right, they, right, right. But I'm not understanding like how would people haul and stuff so cheap. Yeah. Like it's driving me crazy because yeah, I because yeah. I'm not used to that that play. I've been over here spoiled, I would say. Right. And it's like I don't know what's going on. So blowing engines because I maintenance my didn't maintain my truck the right way. I'm taking them all over too. Not not just learning trucking, man. Right. Um, so I'm picking, I'm having to, I blow through three hundred thousand dollars in two years. Mm. And I'm like, I'm back to square. I'm like, oh, 16 hits, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Wow. I'm telling my brother. I'm and like, the oil field hasn't recovered yet. Mm -mm. This was For like two it was years. it was the strongest unrecovered because they kept doing Saudi, Saudi kept trying to just make sure we Yo, was they on. They had their foot on our yeah, necks. Yeah, they, they kept, but what the problem was, US is strong. 
we strong mentally and we, we have strong technology. And so what ended up happening in that, that 2015 and 2016 period, they actually hurt their own economy mm. because they dropped oil so low. So, and they only depend on oil. They don't, right. we have real There's estate, no we got all that. kind of- Right, we have agriculture, yeah. all types mm -hmm. of stuff going on. All right, cool. So you, you, you we take it to 2016 and you said that, was that kind of like the end of when things started coming back okay, a so little bit? Me, me, me just being like a person of like, I just want to be in the oil field. I saw oil pipe. Okay. In 16. Okay. So I kept, Still I kept a, a yeah, I kept a meter of what my industry was doing. And I got with a good um, company that actually was hauling a lot of pipe. And so I was able, and they were hauling to Houston, they were hauling into West Texas. That's all we would do. And I would send my trucks up there. I actually scaled my company to 10 flatbeds at the, in that period. Okay. And so we were, cause I had some own operators they wanted to join. And so that's all I was paying attention to. And what, what 2015 and 2016 did, it, it, it felt bad cause I was losing a lot of money. I was learning a lot, but it developed me to understand what I really was doing. Like that pressure brought kind of like excellence out, like I, like strategy and excellence and that pressure because I was at a scarce point where I had to think, I had to understand it, I had to read the market a certain way. I had to understand what was going on so I could one day go and do what I wanted to do. Okay. And so that them years, they were hard, man. It was really hard years, but when I look back on it, if I don't have them years, I'm not sitting here talking to you. Okay. So okay. that that adversity, that pain that I had to go through in them two years, yeah, produced me to do a lot of stuff I've done since them years are over. Okay, got you. So now we're at twenty seventeen. You have this rough patch. You get into the flatbeds. Um, what happens next? Well, I'll, I'll start back in twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen, rather. Back in twenty sixteen, Trump finna get in office. Okay. I know he finna get in office because I basically I don't figured out the cycles of how American business play. And so I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, Trump. I'm gonna bet on Trump winning. Obama's been here eight years. They not put another Democrat in office for four. It just don't work like that. I go and look. I actually go and look at the, at the, at the past. At, and... Yes, I actually go pay attention to it. Right. So that's what I'm saying. That 2015, 2016 brought me a lot of yeah. just research and knowledge. So when I go look at it, I'm like, okay, the only person that ever did that was. Like, what was his name? Ronald Reagan. Okay. He was the only person that got more, I think, what, 12 years or something? And then they, and but that was the start before the- before well, the, not 12. You have to only do eight, right? It was before, when it, when it first started, because it started in the 80s. Right. And that, when he, because he was the start of like the um, stock market and all that. So uh -huh. all that started Reagan around that era. time. Yeah, so all that. So he was able to get, I think, four more years than anybody else. And then they regulated it. Okay. And then when I started that looking at- Reagan, I, I believe it was 12. And when I start looking at it, is that go, is that lawful? We gotta check that. Go out. look at it. Go look oh, at it. Yeah, Reagan in so, twelve years. I believe Reagan I believe so. the boss. If he did, I mean, it was okay. Reagan and then Bush. I know after that. It, yeah. Go look at it because the stock because the stock market and all that started right there in the eighties period. Okay. So and so when they started that, I think he was able to get in there and stay in there a little longer. Then it went Bush, and then it went who did it go? Clinton for eight. Bush, Clinton. Because Bush only did four, right? Bush did eight. Yeah, but every big, every president has done eight except for no, Trump, no, no, no. I think. Little Not Bush, every in the world. Little, I'm saying like bit, the last. Little, big Bush did four, I believe. Big Bush yeah, did big four. Yeah, and Little Bush did eight. Big Big I Bush did four, and then they put Bush Clinton Bush. in there, and then it went Big young, Little Bush. Then Little Bush, and then um, and then who's after Little Bush? Obama. Obama. Obama, Obama and then, then Trump. Trump, yeah, and now, now. Okay. Yeah, but we still got to do that that Reagan. 
thing. We gotta check that out. Nah, this is from eighty one to eighty nine. Yeah. Eighty one, eighty nine. What's yeah. that? That's seven years. That's, that's eight years. years. You just—I was gonna say you sound awful. You can't. It's against the law to do did. more than somebody did more. Go look, look back and look. Look back again. Say which president did twelve years, so we can give them a trophy. <laughs> I thought one did twelve, bro. I thought one did twelve. I mean, like the only way I can see that happen is if there's like a like some type of. Um... Go from the eighties. Go from the beginning of eighty. When they got Roosevelt, that's who Franklin did. D. Roosevelt, yeah, before yeah, that's who did. He did twelve. Nah, he had, said he almost did a fourth term. He almost did four. Yeah, I knew it was somebody. Roosevelt. I knew so, it was somebody. So I thought you know, <laughs> I thought somebody. you capped the eight. <laughs> nah, you are. They, it is that, capped the eight. That's but, before. Uh, that's before. And then they changed. Yeah, it. they had. Yeah, his fourth term actually he died before the end of his. Yes, career. I, 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 See, I, I, and we was I, about I, to have we was about to have to end this podcast because <laughs> yeah. I was gonna be like, I ain't gonna have Marcus looking crazy. No, you, I, ain't, the I, ain't, I ain't not here looking crazy. You I'm know not... your stuff, man. You got me looking crazy. <laughs> Damn, I gotta go back, man. Look. So that's so so that's that's what I'm trying to tell yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It prompted me to learn a lot about American business and how it moves. And so once I learned that, I was like, okay, I know Trump getting in office. Okay. So I got my insurance back in 2016. I had already like a network of people that want that believe in me. And so by January of 17, we started with 15 trucks in the oil field. Mm. And what we did was, well, so genius because I knew how I knew how the frack side played. I knew how the HR was. I knew how they had, I knew when they was gonna start hiring people. So all we did was ride it up. Okay. We drove that four years up. Okay. How were you able to jump back in the game with 15 trucks so quick? I got, because you had I never, lost a bunch of money, right? Okay, so I had a network of people. Like my um, some of my drivers and stuff, we all they all knew me. We ain't knew each other. They knew I come from a frack side, and I always used to say shit like, "I'm finna go, I'm finna go, I'm gonna take it, man. I'm gonna run this stuff one day." Yeah. And they was like, "What?" Well, my mentor actually got on my butt one day. I was like, he was on the well, and I was like, "Man, y'all old." Because when I looked around, it was number old white men, it was a couple older black men, and I'm it was just young, young guy. Young cat. Yeah, I'm just a young guy. Fresh pair sneakers. And I'm on. looking, I'm like. Y'all gonna die in a little bit. Not, 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 not just you know, like y'all not gonna be Damn. here. I'm 20. Years, 20. Years. I mean, I'm 20. you right, but I mean, <laughs> man, you gotta put it like that. Y'all not gonna be Take here. Or y'all, or y'all, like you know, competitively, y'all gonna be old. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm still. I'm right. just getting this started. I'm I know I'm gonna be y'all. And all type of stuff. Yeah. You know I'm, what I'm, yeah I'm over doing what y'all y'all can't do. So I'm like y'all. <laughs> So it's like y'all gonna mess up one day. Y'all yeah. gonna be out of there. Y'all gonna get tired one day. Yeah. I'm young. So my mentor said, shut up. Get your own authority. You ain't gonna do nothing if you ain't ready. Mm. And so I got ready. So I was ready at 17. Because okay. so now I'm ready. So boom. Oh, okay. So before you were running into somebody else's authority yeah, was, with all that. Yeah. All right. Got yeah. you. Got yeah. you. Got you. Got you. With, okay. with them, with the first three or four trucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then before when I when I when it blew. In, in 14, yeah. I finally got out there and I got my own authority and I, I grew uh, to 15 trucks and did it. Boom. Gotcha. I only had six months of that, that love gotcha. and I had to go over the road. And then now I'm now I'm struggling. I'm blowing engines. Yeah, okay. I'm spending okay, money. I'm in now. I'm in I'm in trouble. So this time around you get your own authority and then you put the 15 on. Yes. Did you answer why, how you got the 15 so quick? Networking. Just networking. People knowing me. So these trucks were like other people's trucks who you're running under your authority? Yeah, these yeah, these were owner operators that got under my authority. Okay, how many trucks did you have that were personally yours and how many were At that point we had seven. Seven and yeah. then you had like seven or eight people that yeah. were running under yeah. you. Yeah. I so I basically I went back and did the same thing I did in fourteen and seventeen. And okay. Start to start it. 
right, so now you're doing run the sand back and forth again. Yeah, so 14, uh, that them six months and 14 allowed me to understand how to put on operators on. It allowed me to understand structure, all that stuff. So when we when it, everything bust, we, we basically got rid of those people. And then by 16, we started to put on like flatbed people. Okay. So when it, and then when we figured out that we ain't want to do that no more, we got rid of them and went back to the oil field. We actually, we were so oil dependent, man. We set our trailers down right. and just went and got back on our pneumatics and was gone. Got you, got you, got you. All right. So now you have 15 trucks or so, whatever, mm -hmm. give, a two, give or take a couple, um, running the sand. Everything is going good. Mm -hmm. Everything's looking up. We're riding the market. At that riding time. the market. Yeah. So, and we're growing at that time too, because as you ride the market, other people are needing trucks. Okay. So I'm out here running around Texas looking for work, and I'm finding that they need trucks. So by by June we're at 46 units. So by June, how, that's 15 to 46, and how, how long is that? Like a couple months? Was that six months? Six months, mm -hmm. 46 units, mm -hmm. and that's a combination of your own units and then other people. Well, yeah, I'm on. still with seven trucks at this time. You still with seven trucks, yeah, but you done brought on mm -hmm. whatever. 41, 40, 40 39 units. trucks. Yeah. All right, so you rolling. Mm -hmm. All right, everything's good. So everything's good. We get a we, we got a contract, but we don't have a well. The big boys got wells. Okay. They, that's why they got 100 and 200 trucks. They got wells. Okay. I can't really and and they got they got more control. I always said if I got a well, they weren't gonna stop me. Got you. So, now explain why having a well is important. Because you control all the sand volumes. If I say if there's a hundred and a hundred stages, which is we like I told y'all, we hitting C4 on all of them. And say, and most of the time we're putting five hundred thousand pounds of sand each per stage in the in, in the ground, which is that's like thirteen to eleven trucks. So, and you're doing this at an hour, an hour uh, from between an hour and an hour and thirty minutes, so, and it keeps going. It don't stop. Like Christmas, holidays, it don't stop. You're doing if the, if you start that well on Christmas Day, we don't care about New Year's. We don't care about Christmas. Right. They're gonna finish up. So, right. Now so, to, to to get a well, what does that require? You finding the land and like? Oh, no, it's actually a fracking company giving you an opportunity, or an oil company giving you an opportunity to run the well. To run the well. Yeah. And you have to buy into that. No. Oh, you just you just get like they say, yeah. hey, we trust you, you run it. No. How does it work? So how I was blessed to get the well was I was uh, so at the end of at the end of seventeen, I'm with a company, BJ Well Services. They not messing with me like that. They don't want to give me the well. They actually have a company on the well that I know that can't do what I can do because they're inexperienced and they would just mess the stuff up when it came to sand. So I've been praying the whole time, Lord, I need a well. That's the only way we can grow and actually, you know, flex our muscle in this game. So back in the 20, um, 2017, I get with a company called Calfrag Well Services. Okay. I get with Calfrag Well Services. As, as I get with Calfrag Well Services, we're the third company. Right, we're, we're in De it's December. Um, we're the third company. They told me I only need twenty of my trucks. I'm gonna do it the other ones. Right. The beauty of it, it was the holiday time, so okay. most of my guys weren't even trying to work in that two two weeks anyway. Okay. Okay. Right. So that was the beauty of it. Right. It worked I would, out for you. Or I would have lost all them trucks at that time because right. I didn't have to work. Yeah. Well, so we get on the well. We got twenty trucks on it. Um, holidays come around, and the well starts to mess up. It starts to. Um, the back pressure. Okay. Like I was telling you, like we had to call a call too, man. Yeah, so yeah. the guy that was running it, he was with a bigger company, but one of the biggest companies out there. And he was like, um, hey Marcus, send your people home. I had eight trucks at that time, but everybody else wanted to go home. He said, send your guys home, man. 
let them enjoy that time, let them enjoy Christmas. And I said, what's going on at the well? And he said, oh man, they, um, they're back pressure, man. They're fighting pressure like it's no tomorrow. Fighting pressure means we can't actually finish the well because the ground, something's not agreeing with us at that time. Okay. And, and so you have to, sometimes you have to ease into it. So he's like, they're back pressure. They're gonna call cool too, but I know it. And that's what he tells me. And I'm and I and I was finna say, hey, bro, they might flow back and that thing go crazy. We'll be back fracking. Yeah. But I shut it up. I said, oh no, don't tell him that. Because he think he know what he's talking about. <laughs> right. So he sends his trucks home. Okay. So I get off my phone, get on my phone, my dispatcher. I say, Monica, don't, I don't care what they do. Do not tell them guys, don't leave. I'll give them extra money to stay for the holidays. Do whatever you need to do to keep them there. And she said, okay, I got you, Marcus. But Art said it's oh. Or I said, we can go home for a couple of days. Cole Tubman coming in. Right. I said, who you going to listen to? Or to me. <laughs> and so, boom, I get off the phone with her. I go to sleep by 3 in the morning. Marcus, Marcus, the whale's back. We the only trucking company out there. Um, they ain't got no trucks. They running out of sand. You run out of sand in the oil field. You, you, as the person that controls the sand, your day is over. You, right. you, you ain't got that control no more. Right. So I'm sitting here smiling. Like, yeah, or you messed up. Right. <laughs> So right, we eight trucks out there running. So you know what I'm doing Monday. Yeah, I'm yeah. In, I'm in the office. Right, you like when it, when everything went bad, you know who stuck around Bro, nah, this, and held it down. It went so hard. I'm in the office with my old, with my old frack stuff on. <laughs> it was the old uniform. I put the whole man. I put the boots on. The whole jump you up. The and why, well, they know because he was like you super frack man. Well, they know what it is. They know I'm. They and that, and that was and that was the beauty of me being able to get. Um, the whales and be able to control a lot of um, basically what Calfrey had going on in, in that southern region. Yeah. Because I was an ex fracking. I, I walked in there, I talked the talk. Right. Say stuff that I'm throwing out terms that they know I know. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? So that, that makes them more comfortable. So they give me the whale. Okay. Okay. So, so they give me the whale, um, what is that, 18 January. Okay. From um, So we had 46 trucks, 18 January. We put on a truck every day. We put on 31 trucks in January, and we was like at 77 trucks at that time. Because mm. now I got to be able to control that um, 10 to 11 trucks a stage at, at, a, at an hour, an hour and a half. You got to, guys still got to go on a 10 hour break. Yeah. That's why it's, That's why when you hear so many trucks, you got you have to you have to have all that in in the play. He, you got 20, 30 trucks on a 10 hour break. Right. And you got these ones that got to stay moving because you're still having to keep that volume going. Right, 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 right. So, all right, so just to close that point, so when they give you this well, it, it, it's it's like so they almost they almost are just putting you in business. Like they know when they give the person the well, mm -hmm. then they go on ten x their business. Oh yes, yeah, so it's like a big look. A well, and you don't got to pay for that and nothing like that. Nobody, it's a matter of performance. I earned it. That's what was, I'm saying. Like when and, and I went in because I was, at that point I'm showing you I'm the, I'm the only loyal. Right. carrier at right. that point. Right. He'd send all his people home. Right. I'm sitting right here running. I'm you least got to frack some stages with them eight trucks. Yeah. You least got to you can do a lot with right. that. But you but I kept you, you I kept you in the mix. Yeah. And so that loyalty is gonna so that be was like your reward yes, for it. Yes. Got you. Got you. Okay. So now you have the well, which is what you've been praying for, waiting mm -hmm. for, and things are looking good. You say you get the seventy seven trucks now. In January. In January. Yeah, we put on a truck a day. It was <laughs> Okay. Cause every now I mean the beauty of beauty of um our people is when you see something going on that looks unnormal, we were taking trucks from everybody. Right. Everybody coming to mess with us now. Right, right, right. 
Are they official? Umbrellas over there? Yeah, they yeah. They actually doing this? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. by June, we had 96 trucks. 96 trucks. By the end of the year, we had 180 trucks. Damn. We had, we had two. Now, <laughs> now we got two wells. Now we're not just running. Now I'm not just running one well for them. I'm actually doing the last mile logistics for was one well right here and another well right here. And then it's, they they actually had four frat crews. And I'm I'm not I'm not controlling these other ones in West Texas. Mm -hmm. I'm just I just got twenty to thirty trucks on each well. Now when you say last mile logistics for frat for for that for your industry, what does that mean? Just to be clear, from 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 the from the uh, frac sand uh, facility. To the wellhead. Okay, got you. So that's the same type of thing that we're talking yeah. about. So you call you call that last mile logistics. Yeah, that's, that's last. Okay, cool. Just so everybody understands. Yeah. All right. So it just exploded. So you went from you went from fifteen trucks to one hundred eighty trucks, and how was like is that in a year? Yeah, it's a year. It's in one year. This happens in the oil field a lot. This is normal. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. This is I, normal. I, and the reason I'm telling you it's normal. Now I'm not as, I don't have that many, but I had people that had four or five trucks that were running with me. They have 200 trucks right now. <laughs> so, right. This yeah. is like regular. So yeah. if, it's, if it's we go cycles. and say in the oil field, like, yeah, Marcus got 180, nobody's going to really bat an eye. It's no. like, oh, okay. No. I got 280. <laughs> it's a, 380. It's a company with... <laughs> About six or seven hundred trucks out there. They, yeah. they're the big dogs. That's just regular, regular. I numbers. know people that got a hundred trucks owned <laughs> with, yeah. no, with no, with no, with no, with all titles. Yeah, it's it's a big, it's a big boy game. It's a big boy game. <laughs> got a, you, got you. No play, play with you. All right, field. say say less. So, what happens after that? Let's well, continue. Twenty eighteen, we we had one hundred eighty trucks. Um, the thing about it is, we're riding the market. In oil field, it's like a cycle. It's four good years, but you got two good growth years. It's it's almost like okay, right now you got Biden in the office, right? This is first year in the oil field. Right now, you got two really good, solid scale years. Right now, two and a half probably. So those are growth years. The other, the next, what what we call the election year is when they're going to elect another president, or they might give Biden another term. That's not a when you when you go into thinking about energy and how the world moves, big oil companies, big players, they don't move their money in that year. Mm. They sit and wait because regulations change. Like when when Bottom got in, he he slashed all government um, land, and I get all these calls. What's going on, bro? Is the oil field going down? No. Now, because what what Republicans do, they want oil fast and cheap. So what, what what Trump did, he opened up the government land. So when you open up government land for an oil company, you don't have to pay you don't have to pay somebody like me that a landowner because now you're on government land. So that's what the, so the difference with Republican is they they want it fast and cheap. And so by by eighteen by in by mid nineteen we're at a saturation period because the Republicans is in office and and the oil companies are doing it. They're getting oil fast and cheap. Right. They don't have to, and when fast and cheap means they don't have to pay a landowner. Okay. They just because they're paying the you the they're working with the government in so many ways. Right. Because he's opened up he's he's opened up that um that land for them. Okay. So okay. bottom gets in slashes all of that. Mm. Um, that. So when he but when he slashes that that's good for me and you, because now he, the landowners. And they have to. They have to actually. That the the oil company actually has to go do some, put in some work. Like they have to actually put some strategy behind instead of just going to federal land and just and fracking like it's crazy. Wow. So there's a, a extreme direct correlation between 
politics in Big time. your industry. Big and time. you have to actually understand and study politics to know how you're gonna move. We I think I think in transportation period. Yeah. Because energy runs the world. So in the grand scheme of things, um that's where we was at in, in so in eight nineteen we're riding it up, but it's saturated out, it bottlenecked, where it means there's too many people out here actually doing what we're doing and there's not enough um what we call there's not enough um pipeline to get the oil to the to the refineries. Okay. So it's a it, it was an infrastructure problem we had because we just started fracking strong fourteen to nineteen. Okay. And we're producing now we're energy independent. I think if you if you hear Trump in twenty eighteen, he announced that we were energy independent. Okay. We okay. Went, that means we're not dependent on foreign oil. Even though we use a lot of foreign oil for our cars, we, we start to a point now we've had customers in eighteen. We're selling to Britain, we're selling to England, selling all the, the um the um the Englands, the Britons, the Francis, we start selling to them. Right. Then became our customers. Right. And so driving Saudi out of the market share again. Okay. So, but now now where we're at in oil field now is Saudi can't do what they did in 15, 15 and 16 because they'll hurt, they'll hurt their economy. Got you, got you. All right, so what happens next? So tw- pandemic happens pandemic, next. Pandemic, pandemia. I'm, I'm sitting in my what, own little what, island. What were they calling it last night? Pandemia? <laughs> I'm, sitting, I'm sitting on my own island. Pandemia? I'm sitting on my own island. Um, December 19, I finally get I get a little, little IG page. My partner, he said, man, you need to start networking. And I was like, nah, I ain't got time for that, bro. Yeah. Where I'm, I'm networking. Yeah. Networking with who? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, I don't right, even right, need right, that, right. bro. I'm good. Right. Like, but but I, I always networked anyway in my industry. But he was like, you need to network outside your industry. And I, All right, bro, I'll start, a, I'll start a, a trucking page. Yeah. So pandemic happens, what, April? April. Boom. Yeah, well, actually March. March, boom. Yep. March, I get a call. I got a year. See, in these contracts, we know we we know we got work for the whole year because we're going from well to well. Boom, 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 boom. Right. I get a call. And I, well, I'm kind of figuring, like, when I, when our NBA shut down, I was like, ooh, that's not a good one. What look. is that? The NBA. What's that? Oh, shut, NBA when league. They, when they shut yeah, the NBA yeah, down, yeah, yeah. all I started thinking about gas, trucks, how many people can yeah, be in, yeah, be in yeah, them yeah. seats, like, oh, how much real. energy moving. And I'm like, oh, I'm in trouble. Yeah. I'm in trouble now. Yeah. I, before I'm knowing I'm in trouble, even though I'm still on the well, still got my contracts. Yeah. I seen that and I was like, that ain't no good for me. Right. At all. Right. Because <laughs> like, you're shutting energy down. Right. And so when you shut energy down, I know I can't continue to produce because we're not going to need as much energy no more. Right. So we, I'm like, I tell my brother, I said, hey, this is our last will. He was like, oh, bro, you just, bro, I got a, we got a contract. It's going all the way to December. No, bro, this is our last will. I said, they just shut the NBA down. And my brother like, nah, bro, they, what, did, what did um, what did the guy say? Because he was, he, uh, I think it was a guy named Mark. He said, what did Mark say? Because Mark was actually um, the guy in the will. I said, um, he didn't say nothing. He said, we're going to the next will, bro, but. They shut the NBA down, bro. Right. And so once that happened, we got off that well, and Mark tells me, hey, bro, we ain't got no more work. Wow. Just like that. So I had to fire everybody. How, and how many people? We had 60 units at the time. 60. Because everything's bottlenecking out. So. Gotcha, because you said it was kind of oversaturated yeah. at so that it, time. So it was coming down a little bit. You were scaling down. Well, the market was, well, I could, my inability to find another strong customer like Calfrac was pushing me, was, was making me scale down. Okay. And I was trying to grow. I was trying to grow. We in the January, the race got stupid again in January 2020. I'm like, 
everybody calling me needing more trucks. I'm trying to grow. And I just can't grow. I don't know why I can't grow at this point. Right. And I'm thankful that I didn't grow. I think I didn't find the right consultant because I probably my insurance have been higher, um, my payroll would have been higher, and I had to lag that insurance for another two months. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. So you have to fire how many people you said? Everybody. The whole crew. Everybody. Everything I fired stopped. everybody with my mechanics and my, and my drivers, and I put my so it and that, I think I, when I met you, um, you gave me the Marcos number. Yeah. Um, me knowing that already, because I told hey Marco, I need some I need some trailers. How many you got? He said I got like eight reefers. I said I'm gonna send you a deposit for all of them. I gave him a deposit and I didn't come pick them up for a month. Mm. And he kept calling like, hey bro, you can come get these trailers. I said no, we <laughs> we good. Cause I'm ahead. See, one thing about me, I'm ahead of what y'all don't understand. Cause right. I, I'm looking at stuff. I got certain indicators that I'm paying attention to. I'm understanding um, how energy moves, rig counts, all those things. I'm ahead of. I'm paying attention to certain things. I, when I read, when I research. I don't research like about trucks. I research about the movement right. of, of energy. So I'm already knowing if you shut the NBA down, I'm dead. I know it. Mm. It's a here comes a reset. This is the reset, like like Saudi did. This is basically a reset. The world's resetting, and I'm and I'm here. We go again. Right. I'm, I'm in the mix again. Right, so, right, right. so I buy. I get like eight of his trailers. Um, then I go. I go to Penske. And, and everybody's scared at this point. I think it was like three weeks in the pandemic where you had a bunch of trucking companies going out of business. You had um, just people just just falling off. It was de it was derailing everything at that time. Right. That's the, that was the that was the time I got really scared. And I just bought seventeen trucks. Mm. My brother's like, "What are we doing?" I said, "Bro, we got we have to sustain. It's time to diversify. We're gonna die, bro. We can't mm. keep playing these cycles and not having." Having multiple trailers out here and not diversifying our company, right? We're gonna keep hitting this wall every four years. That's what I told. Right. I said, so that's not that's not gonna be good for us building a strong legacy, right? Because we're gonna make a lot of money and then we're gonna give it back. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you got to figure out what you're gonna do, right? So we, that's that's what we just told. I said we're gonna diversify, got totally you. diversify. Got you. So now, what does the company look like? Fourteen reefers, six. Step decks or flats. Um, we have a, we, we run dropping hood with Dollar General account, and we do this thing called Vacnomatic where we haul plastic, um, where we actually haul plastic in a um, in a pneumatic. But it, it sucks. It sucks the pneumatic. It sucks the plastic out of one silo, and, it, and then we can put it into another silo. Okay. So we totally diversified our company, and then we have trucks. We have like six trucks in the oil field. It's so, still running the same. Yeah. So we totally diversified the company. Wow. Um, we're at twenty seven units right now. Dope, dope, dope. All right. So, um, that's one hell of a story to begin with. Like we still, just, we still paint it. We still <laughs> just, paint it, bro. Just just like it's just crazy just hearing the whole step by step by step process and how everything's, you know, the fluctuations, the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows, but that's business, right? Last that's year was trucking. last year was my one of my most challenging years. It was the one of the most challenging years because I was I had to spend I had to basically I was learning. Right. I ain't no reefer. I know flats, flatbeds. I had 26 step decks that we were doing oil field at one point with because they had like some, one customer uh, was like, hey, it gave us these trailers. Then they got away from it totally and left us with the bill. Mm. So, mm. Cause, wow. cause, because they got away from the transportation side. Yeah. And the, the beauty of like the 17 um, and the 18 is like we, we, we rode the wave and we and there was, there was multiple um, other things happening in the oil field. You had um, pneumatics, you had boxes. 
where they where they were going away from New Magic because New Magic were too expensive. So we were able to, we were able to be the first on a lot of that stuff because okay. we had the trucks. Okay. So we I sent three or four trucks over to try boxes, didn't like it because the numbers don't make sense. So I'll send them back there. So just networking in that that field has really brought me a lot of knowledge and understanding of transportation. Period. Okay. Okay. So what is the current condition of the oil field now? It's booming again. Booming again. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, this is would be the time for people to get in. Oh, most definitely. I got a partner. He, um, he see, see, it's all about who can withstand. My partner, he, he, he started. He caught the boom when, when it went all nothing. He, he was able to coordinate the last mile logistics for a fracking sand company. Now, later, later, he has fourteen wells, sixty employees. Fourteen wells, sixty employees. Mm-hmm. A year later. A year later. After okay. And he wasn't even. I mean, he was just trying to figure his thing out. Okay. <laughs> last year. Okay, got you. So. The, the reason why people watch this show, for the most part, besides just wanting to hear my voice, mm-hmm. is they want to learn how to, you know, get in the game. Mm-hmm. They want to learn how they can, too, partake of these opportunities that are yeah. out here. How does somebody like me get into the, this type of situation? Okay, so I, that's what, and I've been pushed, um, Kiara, Adam, they pushed me. To okay. start to actually get this out of my head and give this give this game to everybody. Okay. Because Kiara probably was probably one of the only people that know like I know, and then Adam's super brilliant and super smart. <laughs> right. He don't know like I know this. Right, 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 and right, right, right. So he so they pushed me to get this out and actually develop a course to put out here. Okay. And so that's what I that's what I'm doing now. Okay. Okay. Got you. So let's just kind of like give like a sneak peek into that. Like, where would you take me? What are the first couple of steps if I don't if I don't really know much about fracking or I don't know much about, you know, transport and sand, like, do I need to be in a certain area? Do mm-hmm. I need, is that, the, is it the first thing I got to say is I got to research the area I want to move to, to be where the, where the, where the, where the money is. What, what are my first steps? My first steps would be buy my course. Okay. And, and the reason why I'm going to take you from point A to Z on how, what the oil field is and how to win in the oil field and how to attain these contracts. But not only that, I'm gonna show you how to manage your equipment because it's oil field and you're going into like um, road, you're not going, you're not on cement. Okay. You're going into rugged roads, um, you're going into uh, rocky terrain. So I'm gonna show you how to maintenance it and win in the oil field. Okay, okay, got you. So educate yourself first step. Yeah, totally education. I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't jump out there without it because it's a big. That's a big money game, and if you really, if you really want it, you can win because it's 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 one of the thing about the oil field. It doesn't discriminate if you if you got hard if you work hard. Like mm. you can go out there if you got a big network, you can grow the same. You can do the same thing I did. Right. Just you just have to put the work in. So I broke it down because I've been a frack hand. I've been a truck driver in the oil field, and I've also been a person that ran the whole last mile logistics. Right. So you in my course, you're getting the steps. Like I'm basically showing you how frack site set up, basically showing you every equipment that's out there, um, giving you the, all that type of game. So if you was even just didn't even want to be me, but you wanted to go work in the oil field, you can go out there and do that. Right. Then then I'm giving you the steps of how to be get a, get your truck and get in the oil field. Then I'm giving you steps on how to actually do what I've done and, and run the last mile. Got you. Do I need to live in Texas? Do I need to be uh, in that I mean, area? No. Does I mean, it? I mean, does it help though? I mean, if you're close to it, or it would help that you have somebody around there. But like I told you, oil don't just play in Texas. Okay. PA. Right. <laughs> um, PA. Then the that's another big oil, yeah. oil place. Real big. Okay. That's the big. That's the biggest gas play we have in in the, in the world. Okay. 
Yeah, um, Ohio, West Virginia, and Pennsylvania. Okay, okay, got you. Um, so you, like you said, you wanted to get it out your head. You put together a framework that could teach people how to pretty much start yeah. from scratch mm -hmm. and and understand the game. Yeah, I had to. I had to. I mean, I've been pushed by my <laughs> my my, uh, my truck and hustle family. <laughs> Like man, I'm tired of listening to you. Get yeah. it out on paper so I can learn. That's yeah, what, yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I know you know more than I know about this situation. <laughs> right. And right. then when you you watch how, like I'm not buying no trucks this year. It's a saturated market. I I already bought everything I needed to buy before everybody knew what was going on. Right. And that type of information and, and understanding, I'm gonna give you what I do every day. Right. I'm teach you what what you need to watch to watch. And it's not just for transport. When you understand transportation, you wanna. Cause I see a lot of people post, oh, fuel's rising. I'll laugh at it and I stopped laughing at it, but I did laugh at it because I'll do fuel's rising two weeks ago. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'll be waiting on somebody to post it. Like I'll be waiting on Adam or uh I think the truck in guy. I'll wait on yeah, one of the yeah, post. I'll be like, like, okay, let me let me see. You're a little bit late, brother. No, 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 we appreciate not, you. Not really. No, I'm but I'm like, let me see. If I really know what I know, right? Because I told Adam because because they they're in there reading everything mm -hmm. and checking it out, and then they're like, "All right, it's happening," and you already knew it. Yeah, you know well, and I'm and I'm actually planning on them report it. Right, like I'm like, okay, if he posts this in two weeks, then yeah. yeah, I'm really good. Right, right. And so right. I told Adam uh, probably a couple about a month or two ago, um, about um about the end of June, I said she was going to dip, so price is going to go low, and he's like, "What? Well, how you know that?" I said, just wait. Give me, give me. So two weeks later, I, I text him. Boom. What I tell you? He said, I'm tired of you. We gotta get this information <laughs> out, bro. We gotta get this information all right, out here, so, bro. All right. So, all right. So, where are you going? What's your source? What's, what do you mean? How do you know two weeks before everybody else? Uh, it's gonna be in the course, though. <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. I mean, it's on, it's man. different indicators give, I pay me, attention to, give bro. Give me one indicator. I need something. Stock market. Stock market. Yeah. Okay. okay. Watch West. I just watched oil and gas. I watched that part right there. But it's other indicators that tie that into. Okay. It's, it's like three. Or, it's like f maybe four things I do. Okay. Daily, I go. I, I was over there. We was talking to Brewster, looking at stuff. So I, what's what's going on in the next couple of weeks? How are we looking? Well, we're in a cycle right now where um, it's got to increase because of the pandemic, mm -hmm. but it's gonna it's gonna kind of stable out. And the reason it's gonna stable out, we coming into the winter months. Okay. So as you get into winter months. People are not moving their cars as much. They're well. not, um, but gas is going up. So the gas side goes up because East Coast, y'all y'all really depend on gas yeah. to run y'all houses, to take care of all y'all stuff. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. All right, so I think in just listening to this story, the one question that I would have if I was a viewer is I would say, this industry sounds really dope. Just to give me that, just, just also, just to kind of put some numbers around it, like, what what kind of money can you make, right? Like let's say per load or however you want to break it down for me. And then my my, my next question would be, you you've told us about so many ups and downs. How do you protect yourself? Diversify. Okay. <laughs> That's how you protect yourself in anything. Okay. If anything you do, you diversify. If you're in diversify. real estate, you you diversify. You're not doing. Don't be a one trick pony. Right. Like as much every industry there's ebbs and flows. As much successful I've been, I was a one trick pony and I had to deal with that. Yeah. So I ain't dealing with that no more. Right now I sleep really well because I now I can look at everything. Yeah. And that's that's making me even better because now I'm understanding 
like transportation as a whole now. Right. Like I'm a reefer, I'm understanding this, I'm understanding this with the oil, I'm playing all in, into right. it now. But this is an opportunity for you to ride some serious waves oh, and make hell some yeah. serious money. And, and and when you're talking about um like what like if I said a hundred mile run right now, you probably get about nine hundred dollars. Nine hundred dollars for a hundred miles. And you can do three or four of them a day with the right driver. That's uh, thirty six hundred dollars a day? You can do three or four of them a day with the right driver. But the, the drivers, do they need any special type of credentials, any special type of uh, in, uh, endorsements and a license, any no. training that's necessary? Um, so that's another thing I'm, I'm building into the course is what your driver needs. Okay. How your driver needs to conduct himself on the well. Um, what what safety um, things he needs. So it's it's like a guide to actually, if you wanted to win in the oil field, boom, boom, basically I'm lining it out for you. Got you. Got you. So I, I would sound like for... For people to simplify it, and it's probably a little more difficult. It, is, it sounds almost kind of like dump trucks in a way, like the mm -hmm. way it's the way like the the, the logistics of yeah. it works. Yeah, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Yeah, you're right. You're like right. The work is very consistent. Mm -hmm. It's you're you're out for you only work a 14 hour day for mm -hmm. the most part. You run two or three loads. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like how this works. Yeah, it it works similar to dump yeah, trucks. Yeah. You're right. Okay. But, but okay. it doesn't stop. Well, it don't stop. Yeah, when I when I, like if we go get a well, if you're on a well and they say it's gonna be six weeks, it's gonna be six weeks. That yeah. money ain't gonna stop for six weeks. Yeah. And so it, some drivers love that, but some drivers don't. Yeah. So like, and that's why you have to have so many trucks because you have to you have a commitment to the fracking company. So you you when your driver or your truck breaks down, you have to be committed to them still to keep that well going. Or you gonna lose? Or you gonna jeopardize the whole whole the whole company? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you hear 180 trucks, you probably hear 20 trucks in the shop just getting wrecked on. Maybe 10 trucks, family issues, death in the family, sick, something like that. Mm. Um, and then the rest are either. And then you got maybe 20 trucks on home time. Mm. Got you. What's your biggest grossing year uh, doing transport and sand? 17.8 million. 17.8 million? We grossed that. We netted eight in 2018. Okay, my brother. All right, yeah. all right. Seventeen point eight million gross. Because I was going for the net next, and the net don't sound too bad. No, either. Okay. no. <laughs> eight million. You're gonna net about twenty-seven to thirty percent. Yeah, of, of whatever you're doing. Man, mic drop. All right. Well, I think that pretty much is um that that wraps up all my questions. Listen, you got a course. Is the course out or what are we doing? The course drops um on the twentieth. The course pre drops September twentieth. Yeah. Okay. It actually drops next Monday. Pre-sale is going on right now. I'm actually giving a truck away, a oil field truck right now. You're giving a truck away? Yeah. I'm blessed to be a blessing. So I was like, man, let me get, I, I have a truck that I've, I was just, it's just sitting there and I was like, I, I'm going to put a transmission in and put the AC and now I, paint, I painted it and I'm like, I'm just going to get this truck away. Mm. That's what I'm going to do. I'm so gonna, you're giving a truck, a truck away to who? Whoever. Um, so I'm just going to pull. I'll take it. We're just gonna pull. Oh, somebody who purchases the course. Yeah, you purchase the course. I'm gonna pull. You gonna give them, a, give them a truck, get mm -hmm. them in the game, into this opportunity that could potentially make them. You said this was the highest grossing year, seventeen point eight million. Yes, sir. I got receipts too. I ain't not I, I, Listen, I'm, 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 I, I know, I you, I, I know you ain't capping. I know you ain't capping. I know you, brother. That's why I asked. I'm put. Hey, this is real talk right here. And the beauty of it. Real, it's it's allowed us to have a diesel, a full service diesel shop. See, see who I, I'm, um, who, who I kind of, who influences me. They not, they not my color, and so I'm trying to break that 
that barrier. I want to be that. I want to be that light. Mm. Oh man, I can get a diesel shop too now. Right. I seen a brother do it. I can do it too. Right. Because most of them don't look like me. Or you. Right. They're, they're not. They're, they're you not. have an actual he have actual shop that you, they work on the equipment. Oh, we do everything every day and just like any other shop that you take your truck into. We 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 build engines. We 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 service Delph. Um, transmissions, anything you ask. We How, do. How's that business? Um, first two years was hell. It was because I had the wrong mechanics. Okay. And when you had the wrong mechanics, you they gonna you paying them to fix stuff, and they gonna it's breaking down on the road. Right. So you just he's <laughs> about to go crazy. Right. Um, just last year, it just really kind of took off. Is this is this a majority of stuff for your own equipment and the people who work for you, or is the, do you take outside stuff as well? The first two years, it was just okay. us because okay. we was trying to figure out. And then I ain't, I wasn't one of them guys where I'm. A, if I got bad mechanics, I'm not trying to get you to come <laughs> right. on in there. Right. And, right. Well, that's that's a bad name. Right. Right. Exactly. Bad mechanics, exactly. bad name. We ain't messing with him no more. Exactly. So this year we started taking on people. We done took on about forty trucks. We done brought in about forty trucks this year. Okay. Yeah. So and that's like a consistent relationship where you like maintenance their trucks for oh, them yeah. on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. We're doing oil changes for people, um, just any everyday problems. Okay. Um, I'm gonna push a little bit, push a little bit more on that now to have a solid team. Yeah. But I wouldn't even have that team without without my um, my partner from like sixth grade. Yeah. He 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 bought he he came once the oil field crashed. He came, he came with me. Um, at the pandemic, he was here because I had bad mechanics before him, and then he brought one of his one of his um one of his um SA partners and. It kind of just took off. They, yeah. they, them two together. We, we got like five employees that do it. Yeah. Now and sh I don't even have to be at the shop no more. Mm. That's the beauty of of that. Like I don't. I go to the shop because I love it. Yeah. They don't even want me there no more. Wow. Like, like <laughs> get out. And I'm like, nah, bro. I love trucking. I'm gonna be here every day. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. I and, and so the beauty of it, it's just kind of, man, it's a dream come true, man. How how, how normal is are, are people like? You, where you're from, like who, who's your like? Do you have peers that are your age doing what you're doing? Yeah, is that is that normal? That's just Texas, how it's going Texas, down in Texas. Texas is a truck. It's a truck. It's everything's big in Texas. Y'all right. heard that, right? Right. That's true. Yeah. I, like I got a partner around the corner. He got forty five trucks in a bigger shop than I do. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when you come to the East Coast, we got this little small mind mentality, and we all impressed. But you go there, you like it's regular. No, it's what we and, and the crazy thing about it, Romel. You will find brothers like me running 20, 30 trucks all day in Texas. Right. Seriously. Right. It, we just don't, we just, and Texas is different though. Like East Coast is more like y'all together a little bit more than us. Texas is spread out for one. That's yeah. that's one of the problems. The yeah. proximity is just yeah. all over the place. But right. it's actually a strong dominant culture of another, of Anglo-Saxons. So we play a little bit. We move a little different. We move more quieter out there mm. because you don't want all that pressure. Got you. Yeah. Got you. Got you. But, wow, now, but man. you bring you right what you're doing this platform, bro. You bringing the awareness to it. So I'm pretty sure you're running to them brothers out there. That's really they gonna be like, chase. yo, we know we see you trucking hustle. Come holler at us. Yeah. Oh man, I, I gotta definitely make my way. Yeah, uh, and a lot of people that. in Texas don't want to move like that. Yeah. It's just because of what I just told you. It's dominated by Anglo Saxons, and and you get more pressure when you do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like some of the some of my pain points and one of the strong reasons why I put this course out here because in 17. What seventeen, eighteen? Cap, Cap was kneeling. He was kneeling on the ground every time he nailed. I had to deal with that pressure on Monday. Mm. So, I, and what it prompted me and said, you know, if it was more of us walking in the door, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have to deal with that pressure, right? It's strength <laughs> so, in numbers. Yes, it's right. So and so, it's, even the playing field mm -hmm. a little bit. So now. and and then it's and when you, 
I'm gonna figure this out. In that 800 billion, I need to find out how much is in oil and gas because I know it's a big part of it, but it's like I, we don't understand that part. Yeah. So I, I feel like even being in a trucking, having a trucking company, and not understanding the oil field, you just kind of out here bottlenecking out anyway. Yeah. You yeah. might win. You might, but you, but if if the economy comes to a scare, the problem is with you and driving. You had a whole bunch of two or three thousand trucks over here that's been making way more money than you. And when they come over here, they're just gonna saturate your market and they, they might and if they pockets longer than you, they're gonna outweigh you. Yeah. That's how people are going out of business in that three, four weeks. Cause oil field went dead and everybody from oil field come to the to, to the what we uh, I call the open market. Right. Everybody in the oil field come to the open market. Right, Boom. right, right. Then you look at you look at the rate tenders, you look at the truck ratios, they're all highly elevated. You're like, where all these trucks come from? Yeah. They come from the oil field. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, so that's usually how that's and crazy. that happens seasons and cycles all the time when when and but but y'all but if you know as a check a carrier that the oil field just busts, you can be prepared. Right. But most of the time y'all don't people don't know that. Right. And right, that's right. why I was like, it's time to get this information out here. Yeah. Because even if you not don't you don't have you don't want to be in the oil field. You still want to know how the oil field plays, so you can protect your protect what you're doing in the transportation industry. Period. Because once that comes to an end, they we come, it's thousands of trucks that come into the open market, and they're right. gonna fight for your rates. Right. And they're gonna and they'll drive your rates down until they until this go back up and they'll go back over there. Yeah. And then you're you're affected at the end of the day, though. No doubt, no doubt. Um, this information is vital, man, to say the no. least. And um. I, you know, you educated me throughout this show, just really breaking. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, some of the stuff I know, and I, but I just want to simplify it for everybody because this is it can get confusing, especially if you're not from this world. But no, yeah, I know. Like you said, we need to understand this stuff. So, um, I appreciate you know you for taking the time out to just break it down for us thoroughly. Um, did I miss anything? Is there anything else well, that you want to talk what, about? What 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 drives me now? Yeah, is I when we was at the Trucking Millionaires tour yesterday. Okay, okay. I said. Who knows about oil? I'm in. I'm in. Three hundred people in the room, and one person, two people. Kiara, I didn't even count her. Yeah, she was one of the two people that raised their hand. Yeah, and I was like, ah, that's that's real. <laughs> that's a real problem. That's a real problem for us, man. If that's if, if energy runs the world, and our people don't even understand how energy plays, that's a problem. Because you 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 got people going out of business in that pandemic three 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 weeks in that three to four weeks, they couldn't even understand. And you got people like me buying all these trucks. <laughs> so I understand, and and, and that's yeah. just, just what because because it's, it's about knowledge. Knowledge is power. I, I mean, I I mean, I because I had the capital to withstand it, but I knew if I did what I needed to do, I would be successful to diversify. Because now there ain't no trailers out here. It's not. It's hard on parts, and I just and so I did certain things. And I thank you for introducing me to Marco because he gave me another thought process of how to move. No doubt, that's what it is, man. It's all about the network, man. Yeah, your network is your net worth. That's, that, that's, that's so true. Say, right? That is so true. Yeah. Because if, if without, I, I mean, I've been. I didn't know Kiara was over there. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Meeting her, um, knowing that she knows probably more than I know, or similar, or in certain areas she know more than I know. Right. But just being able to. Know somebody that's look like me, come from my, know like I know. It's been real. It's been it's been it's been beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's real. Well, listen, man. Um, I think that's a perfect way to kind of end that part. You know, we got to get your final thought before we wrap it up. 
Oh, we've been rocking for a minute. Um, all right, so yeah, let's get the final thought, and then we gotta let everybody know who doesn't know, who doesn't follow you on mm -hmm. social media, where they can find you, and then um, where they can learn more about what you're doing and learn more about the course and so mm -hmm. forth and so on. So let's start with the final thought, which is what? Be teachable. Uh, I can't really be teachable and uh, try to like to like push yourself. Like if if you if you if you're in a good because I've been there where everything good I'm making a lot of money and I'm I'm, I'm I, you probably can't tell me none at that time right um, success has taught me that it's gonna be ups and downs if you just stay the same you can ride those waves and you don't have to worry about um, actually falling off so be teachable and network like network up and down. Like I like so many people want to go run and network with somebody because they name, but you might be you you might. I, what I realize is there's somebody like me that came up that you so you want to network up and down. I like that. You don't want to just network one way because yeah. you might be running to the next markets. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and so I, I, that's what I'm real big on networking up network and down. Network up and down. I've yeah. never heard anybody put it that way, but that, I like that. Yeah, networking because you don't know who's who gonna be in yeah. ten years. You might know then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he, he running everything out here, yeah. so yeah, they work up and down. Cause you don't know God has a plan for everybody. You don't know where they plan is. Yeah. You don't know their journey. So yeah. it's best to when you. But I'm good at seeing. Oh, he's going somewhere. Right. <laughs> so, right, right, right. And and right. so even like my um uh, Isaiah, he has 14 wells right now. He was he was basically a carrier manager at one of the at one of my customers we was running, but when I I seen that he was like, I seen that he 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 was uh, I seen he was going somewhere. Right, you seen potential. I, I seen he was going somewhere, and he told me I motivated him because I because I was a black man in the oil field doing what they normally wouldn't see doing. So Facts. he said that made him go out on his own. Yeah, and yeah. now he's got fourteen wheels. Wow. Wow. And now he's in my network where I can call him right now. I can get any contact I need. Right. So it, it also benefits what I'm doing with this course. Cause now, so it's like, it's and he has so many other people in his network where now I'm in his network too. Yeah, there's a there's a saying that Bob Johnson, the uh, founder of CEO, the founder and CEO of BET said, and I, I've oh, it always stood out to me, and it was make your friends before you need them. Mm. And that's pretty much what you're saying. Like that work up and down. Yeah. Make your friends before you need them because you don't have to reach out to somebody when they already up. Because mm. at that point, it's different it's, to when mm. you you was rocking with them when they wasn't up. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So always make your friends before you need them, man. Mm -hmm. um, this conversation has been dope, enlightening. We we're do, doing it again, but it feels like the first time. I'm not going front. Uh, like with the information that you put out there has been like. I feel like we didn't get to cover everything in depth like this the first time. I was going through it, and um, you went through it. <laughs> I was, through it through well, it. I was going through it when I when I first right. That, that's you. what it was. You was depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I just lost my whole. I, I caught you depressed. I just lost our whole business. Like, yeah, man. You know, I, I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> um. Well, but man, it's a different day now. <laughs> Things are looking up, and they just going up from here, bro. Yeah, so. and, and the beauty of it is, a year later, bro, I'm fully diversified. Yeah, and that's what I tell everybody: diversify. I, I advise anybody if you're gonna get an oil field, get an oil field, but get in, every, get in everything else too. Yeah, like I, I told a guy yesterday, he was he has a reefer and a drive-in, and he wants to get an oil field. He's like, what I should, what should I do? I said, you should buy another truck and put it out there. I said, don't don't ever. You know, you need all three of them right. to make it out here in the, in the streets. I said, because if if this go down, you got this. 
Right. And and so even in diversifying, I get to see the market different now. I can go look at sand. I can look at sand volumes. I can go look at pipe volumes. Cause I'm doing pipe. I go look at reefer. I go look at the dropping hook stuff we got going. Right. And and even and even with the um the vacuum pneumatic, we haul like basically a water bottle plastic before it comes water bottle. Yeah, the resin. Yeah, the resin. Yeah. Well, yeah. we haul that the plastic beads, and so that you can see the volumes because we haul it for Coke, Niagara, and those people. So you can see the volumes of of. It's beautiful. You see the volumes of everything now because you see energy. See the volumes of the um, reefer. You see the volumes of the frat bed. You see the volumes of this. Right. So you you just get you stronger. Have a full picture. Mm -hmm. You yeah. get stronger. The picture gets way bigger, and so that's where I'm at, man. I'm loving it. I'm yeah. loving. I'm loving being diversified. Yeah. And, and now we're more diversified, and we own these trucks. These are our, our company trucks now. Dope. So, in a grand scheme of things, twenty five, some twenty seven trucks. If you was if you had an owner operator, you know you're not getting as much percentage as you're getting on your own units. Right. So you 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 basically you probably had a 30, 40 truck. Yeah. Owner operator. So with those type of trucks. So you you just switched up your entire business model and just really brought everything. Like you, it's like you're going deeper instead of wider. You know yeah, what I want to be fully logistics. Yeah, exactly. Warehouses. All we, solution uh, yeah. base mm -hmm. and everything from. You know the the the, the logistics, the, the last mile, the transportation to the warehousing to the uh, 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 the, uh, the, no, shop. the shop, yeah, everything. You know, but I, I want to be I want to be an example, man. Yeah, that we can do it, and yeah. that's that's all I'm that's all I'm trying to be is an example. Yeah, that's a fact. And and and, and the more examples they have, just like we're the generation change, and our our kids are gonna be, they're gonna kick the door open. I just want to be the example. We can do more and more. Yeah, and that's all I'm here for. Well, you're doing a great job of it, my brother. I appreciate you, though. My man, listen, Marcus, Blue Collar CEO, listen, Hustle Fam, that was a lot, man. Um, you know what we do around this time. If you smell something burning. Oh, do we say where we connect with you? Um, IG. Let's do, do that. Okay. I, IG, what? Um, Blue Collar CEO. Um, that's it. Blue collar, is no underscores or nothing like uh, that? Blue Collar CEO. Um, underscore, right? Underscore, yeah. Blue collar CEO underscore. Yeah. Yep. And it says and, uh, Marcus Jones on. Marcus Jones. You on LinkedIn? All that too? I know. I nah, you don't do LinkedIn. You need to get on LinkedIn. I was you know, on, I'm telling you, I, you need to go. This, he's making $17 million a year. And I'm telling I was you, on LinkedIn, LinkedIn one, at one point. <laughs> I was I was on LinkedIn at one point, but I just kind of got off of it. I was yeah, just, yeah. I was on it at one point when I was had all them trucks running. Yeah, yeah, I was on LinkedIn. But you see how people try to tell you what you need to do? You need to be on LinkedIn. I'm talking about social media. I'm going to take it all. I'm a student, though. <laughs> nah, I'm going to take it all. I'm just messing with you. All right. Hustle fam, you know what we do around this time. If you smell something burning, it's only your desire. Me and my brother here, Marcus, Blue Collar CEO, we are out. All right. If you twisted, confused, or stuck about trucks, don't be dumb. This is the place.